You're listening to the Free to Be Mindful podcast, which provides bite-sized tips for busy parents, educators, and anyone working with kids. These real talk conversations focus on mindful living, mental health, and personal growth, helping all to learn, grow, and inspire with mindfulness in mind. I'm your host, Vanessa de Jesus Guzman, educator, licensed professional counselor, entrepreneur, and mom. I'm passionate about helping folks live life with peace of mind and ease of heart while not losing their, well, you know, here we go. Hi, and welcome back to the Free to Be Mindful podcast. I hope that you're feeling good, looking good, and doing better in this world than you were yesterday. So happy new year. We are still in the first few days of the new year, so it's still acceptable because <laughs> I know it starts sounding a little funny come the second half of the month. So I hope you had a great holiday and a great new year. For me, the holidays were certainly different this year. To put the timestamp, so to speak, on the podcast, the COVID Omicron variant was very rampant around Jersey this year um, for the past few weeks, actually. And my parents and I and my family and I did get together for Christmas. But by the time that New Year's came around, it was just me, my kid, my husband, and my dog, which is very different when compared to the big New Year's parties that we usually host in our home. But despite it being different, it was indeed very nice. And I'll get back to the why in a moment. So as I continue on this podcast journey, I wanted to give you a little bit of a life update as that plays into what I share on the podcast sometimes. On December 23rd, 2021, it was my last last day of school. Yeah, I said that right. My last, last day of school, which is pretty crazy to think of being that I've literally been in school since I was four years old. My birthday's at the end of September. So I was five, like 99% of kindergarten year. But either way, since I was four, I've always had a first day of school and a last day of school. And from grammar school to high school to college, um, I then started to teach when I was just 21 years old. And then I went on from being a teacher to a middle school counselor. And for the past 18 years, I have been on the other side of education as an educator. And just two weeks ago, that has all come to an end as I closed that chapter in my life. So what am I doing with myself now? <laughs> just a thing or two. I always stay busy, but the difference this year is that now instead of staying busy, I'm doing the things that I want to do, which I know can sound very egocentric, right? Just thinking about what's important to just me. But these things are important to me because I get to serve others in the capacity that I truly feel I'm meant to do. And I use the words I get to very intentionally. I truly believe that we are all blessed with talents when we come into this world and it's our job to kind of figure that out. And I consider myself very fortunate to have always known that my talents are to work with children and with their families. And yes, the modalities in which I'm doing that has changed from education to counseling, but it's still helping children and their families. And through the years, I've noticed that we can teach children and we can help children 
But if we don't educate and help their parents and caregivers on how to best help their own kids, then the impact that we make in our kids only goes so far. And this is why I've expanded my services to not just focus on children, but to also focus on families as a whole, particularly on mothers. So to answer the question, what am I doing now since I no longer work in a school? I'll let you know. Here we go. So the first is obviously I'm providing therapy. Every state has their own licensing boards and rules, and I'm licensed in the state of New Jersey. And again, I specialize in helping kids and moms in school and with parenting-related stress, all with mindfulness in mind. Also, having an extensive career in education, I have a lot of experience and knowledge when it comes to providing workshops, keynotes, and professional development on various topics, including mindfulness, mindset, strengthening relationships, parenting, self-care, social-emotional learning, coping with stress, and much, much more. I have typically been contacted... That's my puppy in the background. I have typically been contacted by public school districts and organizations that focus on kids, families, and educators. However, in the past two years, I have also been on national television speaking to some of these topics. So being an educator, I'm used to making lessons a song and dance, so to speak. So you can rest assured that my workshops are typically very interactive, of course, educational and very fun. In 2019, I created a movement called Amiga Moms, Amiga meaning friend in Spanish. The mission of Amiga Moms is to empower 21st century Latina mothers through a supportive network and educational events with informative practices to become more patient and mindful moms. In 2019, I held the first Amiga Moms conference, which was sold out, which was really awesome. Now, it wasn't a boring sit at a desk, take notes type of conference. It was right up my alley, of course, because I designed it. It was at a beautiful location. We had brunch, mimosas, all moms who attended looked absolutely amazing. And we made a lot of new connections. Thereafter, I had an event every single month from 2019 to 2020. And then the pandemic hit. That took a big stop to the events because the virtual feeling wasn't quite the same as what I was used to doing in person. I also had to place a hold on the events as I was putting all of my focus on building my private practice. But I am so excited to bring Amiga Moms events back in 2022. Of course, we will be starting them off virtually due to the pandemic, but then hopefully we'll go back in person once things start getting better. In March 2021, I, along with two other amazing women, one from North Carolina, the other from Missouri, created a movement called Mindfulness with People of Color, where we see you because we are you. This was created specifically for the Black and Brown communities. It provides education and a space in which to practice mindfulness. We hold a weekly 30-minute virtual space and lead guided meditations each and every week. Beginning this month in January 2022, we are opening up a monthly subscription, which includes weekly guided meditations, a weekly educational video, an exclusive monthly podcast, a newsletter, and a quarterly virtual retreat. I'm super excited about that. 
Another way that I help parents is through educational consultations, where I help navigate the complicated worlds of obtaining help for their children with learning needs, ranging from help in early intervention, then RTI, INRS, 504s, and IEPs. And if all of that just sounded like another language, it probably is because it can be. I know firsthand through the experience with my own child that it can be a lot to navigate all of these different processes. And I felt that way even as an educator. So I am committed to helping families understand the options for their children. Before the pandemic, I held mindfulness classes for kids in my office in Richfield, New Jersey. My classes focus on mindfulness and social emotional learning through the use of literature, music, and dance, which actually sets them apart from any other mindfulness program out there. In May 2020, I partnered up with Horizon Blue Cross Blue Shields of New Jersey, who sponsored the classes and made them 100% free for anyone in the globe to attend. I'm extremely gracious for this opportunity because it has helped so many families and so many kids learn the power of mindfulness. And I'm super excited to share that this year I will be opening up a course called Blueprint to Mindful Parenting Course. This course provides education and applicable strategies to decrease tears and screams from the kids or from the parents <laughs> and increase communication to strengthen family relationships. I will definitely share more about it as it gets closer to launch date. And finally, my efforts also go into bringing you this podcast named after my business, the Free to Be Mindful podcast, which just turned one years old this past December. So originally, I thought that the podcast was only going to focus on helping kids through helping parents. But again, I keep going back to the idea that if we are not okay as parents and educators, then our kids can't be fully okay, or at least they can't be the best that they can be. So sometimes I mention kid stuff and most times I don't. And the podcast started off with just one time a week, but beginning in season two, I began offering two episodes a week. The second being the consultant counselor series, where I answer parenting related questions so that you can be more at ease with your child and live life mindfully. Those episodes are about five minutes and the regular episodes are about 20 minutes. And while I do listen to some longer type of podcasts, I notice that I myself have to listen to them in pieces. And sometimes that makes me lose the momentum because they can get a little long as great as they are. As a busy working mom, I don't always have the time to listen to super long podcast episodes. So that is the reason why I keep my own episodes all under 20 minutes. And not that it's super duper important, but this is actually the first episode of season three of the podcast. Each calendar year hosts two seasons. And in this season, I plan on being a little bit more candid on real life stuff. And I may be bringing you some interviews, which is super exciting. So I hope that you see throughout all of the projects that I mentioned, the thread that holds it all together is mindfulness. 
And at the end of every podcast, I provide a short guided meditation to not only get your feet wet to the concept, but also to help you integrate mindfulness in short spurts throughout your day so that it can become more second nature in your life. And that's it in a nutshell. (laughs) The few things that I am most passionate about and what I focus on through my business. So uh, I wanted to go back to something that I mentioned earlier on, answering the question of why. I have received that question a lot recently. Why did you leave education after so long? Aren't you scared? What about insurance? Why are you going out on your own? Why did you enjoy your just three person and a dog New Year's Eve? And um, yeah, it's all scary. All I've done is go to school. And in my bachelor's and master's programs, I wasn't taught to be a business owner. And next week, I'll share more on that literal hustle that I had to undergo to get to where I am now. But the answer to these questions, my friends, is because after doing a lot of inner work, I am committed on what matters most. Our list of priorities may change depending on what stage of life we're in. And right now, what matters most to me is making space for what I'm super passionate about. And that is helping others, sharing the power of mindfulness, and most importantly, it's creating the time and space for my loved ones. And before we can even think of creating change, resolutions, meeting goals, and et cetera, we must first think of what matters most. And that is where I'll leave you this week your homework in a sense. Take some time after the upcoming guided meditation and think to yourself, what truly matters most? Journal about it, take out your phone and on your notepad or Google Keep app, which is my personal favorite, write down your thoughts and don't skip this part as it may be the catalyst you need for creating the change, not only this week, but for your entire new year. So right now, regardless of where you are or what you're doing, take a breath and try to settle into the space that you're in. Perhaps that requires you to step away from the outside noise and give yourself the gift of stillness for just this one minute. As you breathe in, breathe in slowly and think of the different aspects of your life friends, family, social life, finances, perhaps your spirituality, your physical and mental wellness, your romantic relationships, your self-image, and yourself. Considering all these things, think to yourself, what matters most? And yes, of course, all these areas matter. But if you had to prioritize them, what would be in that number one spot? And is that the area that you wish to focus on? Is this your priority? Or do you need to make a change in your priorities? And after reflecting on those answers, think, where do you want to focus your energies in this new year? 
do you need to pick yourself so that you can best help that other area you chose or best be there for your loved ones? There truly is no right or wrong answer. Only what feels right in your mind, in your heart, and in your soul. Take a deep inhale and breathe in peace so that you can prioritize your life with peace in your life and in your thoughts. And as you exhale, breathe out confidence that you can make this change in your life. Have a great week. I hope you enjoyed this week's show. It would mean a ton if you took this moment to review the Free to Be Mindful podcast on the platform you catch your favorite shows. That quick and easy act lets me know what you enjoy and it helps others find the podcast too. And of course, don't forget to subscribe so you can listen along next week. In the meantime, I welcome you to catch me on social media at Counselor V De Jesus. And as always, remember, in a world where you are free to be anything that you want to be, you are always free to be mindful. Catch you next week.